Hi, welcome to the No Box Podcast. Today, featured in this episode, is Cersei Uriel. You can find her on Twitter at Cersei Uriel. You can also find her on IG at Uriel Flames. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. from new york it's sunday night so what's going on what it do <laughs> I, I am getting married in a week never thought it would happen never thought i'd see the day and i did not realize how crazy that whole concept is because i'm like changing my name uh we're doing the courthouse first and then a big family thing in the spring but like uh, you tell one latina something and the whole family finds out i'm getting calls from my cousins <laughs> hey that's what's up though that's good yeah it's just you know a lot <laughs> I feel it. How are, how's your day going pretty smooth um woke up cleaned and stuff and then i've been playing my xbox all day what are you playing uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the first one of the revamp. So the one that came out in 2019. I was playing the campaign over again because the second one comes out, I think, this Friday or Thursday. I always hate on, like, gaming, but I I just learned that I'm addicted to Resident Evil. (laughs) Let's go. Uh, Daniel was a big Resident Evil uh, player back in ancient history when it came out and now I, we're doing like all of them from the beginning and I get too scared to play them by myself. <laughs> yeah, they are the games are definitely like thrilling, I should say. The motherfuckers how you come at you with hatchets. What the, what? Yeah. Damn, from the beginning, that's tough. That's dope. Uh yeah, it's been it's been a late night thing that we do instead of like watching television. He's like showing me his childhood through video games. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, fuck TV, video games. I That's mean, what been. I I, I love I love Bob's Burgers, but like I can only watch all of the seasons so many times. <laughs> wow. So, what's your top top three favorite uh, shows? I guess Ever I in life. Yes, ever in life. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have an aneurysm. Uh, well, our go-tos right now, and I'm going to be fair to myself and allow that statement to, to be the standard. Bob's Burgers, The Golden Girls, and um, let's see. Oh, my God. This is so hard. Top three. Okay. Uh, Steven Universe, which is a show that's like, think it was comedy central back in the day or no it was mm-hmm. cartoon network and it was about it's about a boy his name is steven and he's half gem half human and it's like about crystal gems taking oh. over the world or saving the world we don't really know but it's really corny and cute i like to go to bed feeling positive because the world is horrifying so i feel it Hey, that's, I mean, Crystal's low-key do influence a lot. Um, I'm sitting here with a bunch of them in my face right now. It's so. been here longer than us. And as the Bible says, the rocks will cry out. So, Hey, okay. Let's talk about it. So <laughs> my aunt, cousin, like my oldest cousin, is basically like my aunt. She always tries to like come at me about like working with crystals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of funny um, because, you know, um, <laughs> redacted. But, right. Yeah, but, um, yeah, and I try to tell her, I'm like, okay, if it's on Earth, if God put it here for us to use, I mean, like, right. 
then that's what it's like as far as long as we aren't using it in like a devious way, you know, like then I feel like, yeah, we as long as it's, you know, positive, then it doesn't matter. Here's the thing. What is positive? No, I'm just kidding. I won't go there. People, but I- <laughs> people do this to me all the time. And I'm like, I'm tired of like arguing that shit. I'm like, really oh, passionate I agree. About it. I agree. I'm like, I'm like, all right, bitch. Like, not you, but like the person I'm talking to. I'm like, okay, go. People be like, karma isn't real. People be like, fucking good and bad is losing. I'm like, all right. Go and Jeffrey Dahmer was a saint, right? Right. Like, <laughs> go kill somebody right now and, and see see what happens. Like, see how your soul feels. Like, true. Um, I I am an objective uh, person when it comes to moral issues. I'm very much like, uh, I take a hard stance on most things. Sometimes I take the L. You know, like you have to be able to say like I I was wrong here. But mm-hmm. um, as far as crystals go. I mean, if you look at the tabernacle, the requisites to be in the presence of God, the 12 crystals that are in like listed in specificity in Exodus, I always hit them with Revelation, the Old Testament. And if you really want to go into rabbinic commentary, you can. But most people, that's like next level. Um, There's a place for crystals in in respect of the presence of God and in the presence of uh, God's domain, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's often used as signifier, uh, for things to come. And that's literally, you know, the part of the apocalyptic story. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so I always hit them with like the verses because sometimes you can't talk to people about the metaphysical without them. Yeah. Freaking out. <laughs> but I like a hundred percent. It's just the fact that she is, you know, redacted and sure. Um, well, does she grow up in like a, a religious, like an oppressive situation where she wasn't allowed to ask questions? Um, I'm gonna just say it like this: she's an Eastern star. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah, I was recruited for that. That was that's a thing. That is a thing. Yeah. Um. Well. Uh, you want to go there? <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to go there. That's why I kept saying redacted. But it was just funny because, like, we getting like. We get into heated arguments sometimes, but I'll just sure. say passionate, passionate arguments about sort of stuff. Out of love. Of course. And there's just certain things we don't agree on. And working with crystals is one of those things. But I understand her, like, her perspective of it. She's saying, like, you don't need a middleman. You know, that's her thing. Like, and it's a tool. You don't need that uh, to worship. You don't want to replace that with, you know, actual worship. Of course, but there's so, also something about like, uh, well, I I could if I was mean, I would hit my cousin with like, what's up with all the swords and hoods and all the right. Like, I'm like, no, that's what I can't. That's what I was coming at. Like, like, if I was in a mean spirited moment, that's where I would hit them. But like, to be honest with you, the fact that literally the Old Testament law, and as like someone who. Uh, actually respects that and also um, the the theories and principles that, uh, you know, the disciples followed along with, you know, a few other things. I, I just, I, I find it interesting that people are just like so afraid of things that are older than them and wiser than them and um, don't, ha- don't have a leg to stand on. Like they have no voices, but one day they will cry out. <laughs> Like, that, yeah. is the, that is like the literal prophecy so <laughs> i feel like um they do though in a sense like yep. in terms of i don't know i'm i'm very in tune i would say and you can definitely like feel them uh especially mm-hmm. when they aren't happy um and when they are happy you know sure. and i i interpret that as like it could be a cry, you know, or just a form of communication, like over, over the communicating. Because how else? Just like babies, you know, like if we don't really communicate. Okay, I'm about to go off a little test. I think babies, yeah. we are, we are born telepathic. Okay, but like babies can't really communicate with us telepathically because we aren't there yet. But back to the crystals, kind of the same thing. We can communicate with these crystals, but like in terms of them getting our attention and us not really being on the same same wavelength to cry out is kind of like 
the vibration, their energy at the time. Like, I don't know how, you know, you do your thing, you know what I'm saying? But like me, if I know they aren't really like vibing, you know, they're in a bad spot or it's like, you know, the energy, the feng shui kind of fucked up. The energy would just be like real off. And I can tell like, I'm, like, oh, I'm going to move this over here. Or I'll move this right here. Or I'm going to charge this or cleanse this, blah, 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 blah. So to me, that's a cry out. I, I defer to people who work with the uh, oral traditions when it comes to things of the earth that are older than the written word, right? So mm-hmm. we have a lot of people who have a lot to say in the recent, you know, millennia, but these, a lot of these stones created the earth, they're the foundations of the earth. And Genesis 1 states that we were called to name these things. So we have an innate relationship with them. Um, our development is being like, as, as a species, is being through the earth that we we walk over right so a lot of the um occultists that are listening might not appreciate this but ceremonial traditions have a place when it comes to crystal work and work with you know herbs and stuff i i defer to those that practice within my sphere my sphere (laughs) pardon Mm -hmm. um and uh also i listen to those that practice outside of it that have a stronger understanding. Um, But I I think that a lot of this occult world has become very heady that um, we gatekeep uh, practice by who has enough degrees to express theology or like who has read, you know, uh, Crowley you know, and all of his crazy stuff uh-huh. front to back. And I and I think that we can also just sit back and fucking listen sometimes to people who don't, you know, come from Ivy League schools in London <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. That shit is kind of <laughs> like pseudo. Like, it's kind of like, I don't know, that whole... I feel like if you have the knowledge and you have the connection, then that's what it is. You don't always have to be a textbook. Uh, type totally. of person and if anything textbook type of person is like furthest from the point of being connected yeah i i mean i i don't get it twisted like there are three or four prayers that i resort to as a human um but i i i ha- i take issue with folks that um dismiss the 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 sincere history of, of the planet that we live on, the things that we as a species like grew through um, Mm -hmm. and uh, literally just go to whatever 19th, 20th century occultist is hippest at the time. (laughs) Like, I'm I'm sorry. That's pretty cool. I don't know. (laughs) Probably like to be real, but. It is what it is. Exactly. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, I like history is one of those things to me. It's most most like all things to me, but like I feel like we if you get too caught up in it, I mean you can always find like reoccurring truths and like revelations and shit that are like uh mm-hmm. timeless, but also like I feel like when we dwell on history, it prevents us from creating the future, living the present. True. You know making our own are you an aquarius i have a lot of aquarius placements yeah that that checks out (laughs) (laughs) just that line right there (laughs) it's like yep surprise you can sniff that shit out i be sniffing that shit out other people too oh my god when you get so good at it you could just tell like yeah i know Mm, that's an aquarius speaking (laughs) Mm -hmm. right but yeah i have like uh i have jupiter in aquarius uh, my part of fortune is in Aquarius. Um, Uranus in Aquarius. Mm-hmm. And my IC is in Aquarius. Nice. Um, my Aquarius is hyper fixated on my 10th house. My sun and my moon and my Mercury are all in my 10th house of career, which is interesting because I picked the most traditional um, path to follow which is american jur- jurisprudence <laughs> hmm. 
so I'm excited to see where that kind of, I don't know. I, Maybe it's a stepping stone. Uh, or I'm going to, I feel like I hope before I, I leave this place that I, I, I can help change some things, you know? Probably. That's that's um, the Aquarius 10th house speaking. Yeah. <laughs> and I, everyone looks at me like, you're doing contracts? I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> that's very 10th house-like, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean and that's that shit will play out though because like saturn capricorn aquarius saturn capricorn mm-hmm. you're probably i mean you start off because what is it? capricorn saturn you know is restrictions right um and then aquarius is if you, you know, let it be boundless. A <laughs> true sometimes you gotta just let it ride Thanks. damn Fucking astrology. People be like, astrology isn't real. I'll be like, all right, motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> while at the same time living that shit out, like, yeah, okay. A thousand percent. My sister's a Virgo. She's an OBGYN. Um, she's a prophet through and through. She will mm-hmm. tell me things 10 years before they happen. And she'd be like, the Lord wants me to tell you. And then the other day we had a few drinks and she's like, what's up with this astrology stuff like i am not a virgo and i was like girl you're behaving like one right, right. now <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> right like, your analytical behavior over like a, a multi-century tradition people literally navigated the oceans understood right. time and you're gonna question the stars okay virgo <laughs> like, right. like, i had this conversation literally um a couple of days ago with somebody so he's a hebrew um very faithful in his love it in his practice and stuff and i'd be talking about astrology and he'd be like i don't know what you mean with all that 10th house stuff and blah 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 like he's just trying to like be a smart ass i'm like okay put it like this i'm like who do you think created all that like as it's systematics like everything has a time and place just like nature how old is he he's actually in his 40s okay so it's been a long time so like I mean, my friend always, he's retaking his, uh, his, the, the conversion classes because he broke up with his ex and he's, his mom, his brother, his mom's a cantor in the temple in, sorry, synagogue. He says not to say temple because it sounds threatening because if there's a third temple, we need to watch out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. There he is. But he has restudied his bar mitzvah stuff since breaking up with his ex and just sits in the class to argue with the rabbis because his ex isn't taking the conversion classes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's he, funny. He totally gets it though. Like we'll talk about this stuff and he's like, yo, <laughs> the lunar calendar, it's because of Jews. And I was like, totally. I mean, I, I might be part of the system solar mm-hmm. but like I, I i a lot of people take value in lunar um you know rights and and i i try to use the lunar calendar for just reminding me to clean my house and respect my place and goal setting but that was that's like a really jewish thing so for them <laughs> for him to say, i wonder i i was wondering how long it had been since he was bar mitzvah so it was not necessarily in that sense. He's more like a Christian, uh, oh, okay. Hebrew type. Um, all these. That's so why. Not Jewish. <laughs> yeah, not not Jewish, but okay. Um, yeah, that's it's like all of these labels and stuff like that. That's where I just kind of like I understand. I understand, you know, the uh, the religious aspect of it and like the confinements to not like go off path. But me, I'm more of a like, uh, like this whole podcast, no box, like what feels right, what aligns with my soul, my higher purpose. That's what I'm going to do. And then uh, like the labels and stuff, I feel like sometimes that can deter us from actually understanding the entire point. I agree. I also think that there's a, a, a modicum of respect. Like, here's the thing. Um, I recently found out. Well, I always knew because my family's fortunate enough to know what our 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 ancestral history is. And um, going with my aunts and great aunts over the last half a year about our West African roots, 
I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm Mesa Blanca. I'm not going to sit here and say that I practice like, um, you know, hoodoo or, or any Santeria because I didn't grow up with that. I can still learn lessons um, about my, my history, about reality in, in protecting a people in change, but I'm not going to sit here and claim that for myself, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's like distinction. Like there's, there's a modicum of respect we have to have. And I think especially for like the diaspora and Jewish people and the Palestine, anybody in that, you know, um, that have often been commodified. Um, we, I defer to respect in that, in that department. 100%. That's real. Takes, um, takes a lot of self-awareness to even say anything like that. Um, so that's big respects. Yeah, it was awkward, though, because, like, I, I mean, I'm very much like the lightest cousin and, like, a very, very, uh, you roll the dice and we turn out how we are family. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And my aunt, like, I asked her because she taught me the more, the more esoteric side of our family. Um, and I was like, listen, I, Yamaya came into my life. She was outside. I found a little statue. Like, I don't know what to do with this. This is the third out of three signs of like female strong figures in spirituality. Um, I found Mary. I found, um, you know, uh, what's her name? I found like a bunch of three different female figures. And Yamaya was like, I did not feel comfortable because of, um, I, I don't identify I'm a white person. Right. And I, and I had to ask my aunt out of respect, like, what do I do with this? <laughs> like, yeah. And she was like, well, you know, that we're, we're from uh, the Congo, Nigeria and Yoruba. Like that was a part of our history. We left that there though. Um, and then there's syncretism that happened in the islands with uh, the Spanish colonizers. And that's, Bada bing, bada boom. Here we are in New York, but <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't know how to deal with that, and so it was a kind of series of tough questions. I went to Puerto Rico and discussed that, but like, same with Judaism. I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm Jewish, but I can read the Old Testament and and incorporate the lessons in my life. Right, and that's that's basically like my like whole stance. I feel like you can. It's also on my birth chart, but you can gather. <laughs> truth um you know things that really like connect to you from multiple different resources and i feel like that's just a big picture thing like, yeah but you and i are both fighting our own battles with like very 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 strong patriarchal backgrounds in america like i think that's the thing that a lot of people uh who listen to this don't understand and you you touched on this briefly with your family and like that's a real, I, for me, a pull inside, like, between doctrine and creativity. And I don't know if how you, how that plays out for yourself, but. Mm-hmm. Or is it all, is it, or is it all, like, you're, the podcast is called No Box, but, like, at the end of the day, you just brought up your, your cousin from the Eastern Star. Okay, I'll, I have, I'll say this. I was brought up in a very Christian environment mm-hmm. um, both sides of my family I kind of told you the other day about like my family and yeah so you know that influence was heavy I didn't understand it but I always I never really quite like fully I mean I did that period of time when I was young I was just like oh I gotta do this I want to be a kid you know I felt like it was like forced on me I wasn't really thinking about it but Fact. whole time my connection was still there um but I understand why my parents did it because, you know, that's a good thing to introduce that to your children. Uh, yeah. Just that sort of, you know, direction. Moral people, direction. Yeah. People think it's like brainwashed, but it's really not. Uh, well, we're not going down there. Yeah, you know. true. Facts. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So like I kind of went to church. I was around like in and out and stuff. I didn't go. I think I stopped going when I was around like um, like middle school because that's when I started playing a lot of sports and like that was, that was my whole schedule was just like sports in school. So 
Sundays we didn't always like go. So it was really interesting. Yeah, I was gonna ask you because I remember Sundays playing soccer. How'd you deal with that? <laughs> yeah, so it just like slowly over time it became really inconsistent with like right. sports and church. So eventually I just ended up like not going to church or if I went to church it was like ever so often, like every <laughs> now and then. And then when I got to high school, like middle school and high school, that's when I really like I stopped going. But at the same time my faith increased Hmm. so it was kind of like a trade-off like although I stopped going God was like all right well here's (laughs) here's something in your reality here's a two by four to the head (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) you think you'll get away from me like nah but um (laughs) so I was going through like that's hilarious I was going through some like um a really a hard time in my life and that actually ended up getting me closer to God um i could tell you the story of what happened might as well i spoke about it before do it do it origin so, stories let's go let's go yeah so i mean i talked about it in one of my other podcasts literally it's last spooky season but so i was kind of like in depressive state um really low in my life um but this is also my 12th house year and i was 13 i was born on the 13th and you know 13 is a death card transformation so i was pretty much going through this energy at the moment and you were a jock or you didn't know how to put words to it yet? Uh, I didn't know how to put words to it yet. Okay, that's but I was, <laughs> But I was very much aware because when at that age and still like I was like, I knew, but I didn't like, it, I didn't have a lot of confirmation, Indeed. but I knew. And uh, some of the people around me who weren't as, I want to say like connected or right. they, they didn't really have words for it either. So I kind of was looked on like, what the fuck is up with him? Like, <laughs> but I'm like, no, nah, like, you gotta understand what I mean. Like, this is that. They just like, bro, you bugging. So one day I was with my friends and uh, we were walking over the lake. And I think one of them was like, just saying dumb ass shit. It was like, I bet you won't, like, we're betting each other, like, we won't do on the lake. She was like, I bet you won't walk out far in the lake. So I like walked out like 10 feet. He was like, oh, like, I bet you won't walk farther. And I like walked out farther. I'm like, Okay, like, you're not going to make me feel like a punk. He's like, I bet you won't jump. So, like, I jumped on top of the ice. Like, I jumped up and down. And, like, nothing happened. But, like, at that moment, I went to jump again. And still to this day, I really haven't figured out, like, what the reason was for me to jump again. Was it because, like, I wanted to prove a point or I secretly wanted it to break? And I fell through the ice. And then, like, in that moment, like, everything went pitch black. And I just, like, gave up. I was just like, oh. Uh, yeah. I was just like. <laughs> it said deep, cuz. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I fell through the ice. And I just gave up. I didn't even try to, like, swim up or swim around. I was just like, I'm done. I just, like, let go. What are you then, playing? You, know, you said what? What are you playing with? It sounds like I'm playing with something. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like physically in your hands, what are you playing with? Nothing at all. It sounds like you're fidgeting, but if you're uncomfortable, that's okay. <laughs> I'm. I am moving around in my seat. Okay. Hold on. Let me adjust just to make sure I'm not. Is that is it better? Yeah. No. I mean, it wasn't ever wrong. I was just curious. That's it. He's nervous. You, <laughs> you submerged in the baptismal water, and then what happened? Yeah, and so I felt like, you know when you pick up a baby or like a child like from underneath the arms, and you like lift it up? I felt it's a spirit, God, angel, whoever it was. I, it felt like God. I'm not going to lie. Like, like the purest, purest of pure mm. spirit picked me up underneath my arms and lift me right back to the surface from the hole I fell through. And I started like crawling on top of the ice and like half crawling, swimming on top of the ice. Then I made it back to shore. And then I was just like, Oh my God, like what just happened to me? And like, yeah, it was like a rebirth. I got baptized. John the Baptist. Oh, I have goosebumps, but um, that's a, that's a metaphor. Um, Wow. You were so young. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. Um, yeah, no, that's huge. I 
I, I mean, you decided that you decided to do that. That was part of your decision and your journey. Like, that's beautiful. The fact that you were at the depths and somebody actually was like, "Mm, I got you. And like your decision was really a call. Like, (laughs) it was crazy to me because so many of us have either had like, doctrine thrown on us or um or even spirituality in oppressive circumstances open our eyes and you made that jump and i feel like that's a beautiful metaphor appreciate it it's deep my heart (laughs) but um yeah so my whole take on that has been like um in terms of just like people and religion and you know spirituality, I guess you could say, like the non uh, doctrine form is just to you know allow, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, sometimes if you just let things happen, I mean, I don't know. It seems like you have the gift. uh, You have like Gabriel's gift of of speaking. I do not. Um, uh, I I am way more analytical and I I hesitate to open up. and, And as a firstborn grandchild on both sides of a very like prominent, family um i kind of resented the fact that i had to be the center of attention often in life Uh actively 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 like shaving my head like dyeing my hair pink telling them i was a buddhist lesbian (laughs) like just like like like, full-blown like fuck you i'm not it's like they also had me playing violin and i was first chair like strict disciplined family and here's the thing nobody told me and well that's a lie my cousins told me my aunts told me my my mother god bless her had to deal with this on her end and one day i woke up and there was like my first demonic experience my sister and i went through that together we didn't tell my mom (laughs) then like I was like, wait, this is way too real. And then it happened again. And then um, my brother, who also was a jock and did not go to church, <laughs> randomly hmm. started speaking in tongues, like at, when he started to pray once. And like, he's he's not like that. And uh, my sister's like, God just told me from the shower. And I was like, what? She's like, 10 years from now, you have something really important to do. And that was last year. And I know what that meant. Um, but I, I think that I didn't have the navigation for gifts of the spirit, except for my aunts and my cousins who, you know, whether it was tarot on the low, on the low, low, like on the low, low, or like telling me the stories of spiritual victories in the family, like emphasizing, uh, gifts of the spirit and not to be surprised about, uh, spiritual presence ever in life i remember asking my mother i was like you know that titi who doesn't go to church told me that that y'all saw the same angel at the same time and you didn't tell me my mom pisces said i didn't think you needed a proof and i just it was kind of like the unspoken but then you know there were healings happening i didn't have the vocabulary for any of this i just knew that i resented the doctrine um, and issues with, you know, opening up to gay people and stuff like that, or being a mixed kid in like an evangelical America and things like that really made me rebellious as a, as a kid. Um, But I'm thankful to now have a place with a home with someone that will read Psalms to my kids and, um, create a new safe place for them to know truth and then to expand on that truth within themselves. And that really was like, nothing. I, like, um, yeah, 
it was bad having social anxiety as a firstborn in, in my family. Um, but my siblings and I kept all this in our hearts and my cousins kept this all in our hearts. And now as this generation is older, we're all like calling them out, um, knowing the truth of two to four generations. And um, the parents are listening. <laughs> just yeah. like crazy they're like yeah i mean we didn't think you needed to know all that like <laughs> but isn't that like i always thought that was um it's like a funny thing uh in terms of like gatekeeping the truth right because eventually you'll find out but that's kind of how like um my family's you know history kind of um was revealed to me and it was really ironic in a sense that it wasn't until that like I had reached a certain level in my own spirituality and like my own you know development and then I uncovered truths hmm. about like you know I probably could have known who my grandfather like and other people were but I didn't I probably wouldn't have understood it at the level at which I did recently and how'd you uh, figure it out it wasn't really recently it was like years ago but um, that was told. Hmm. So I kind of knew, I kind of knew what, like, you know, what Masons and stuff were about and stuff like that, like years prior. But I didn't know, like, how deep it was in my family until, like, a couple years ago. Hmm. And I was just like, damn, like, this shit is deep. Like, almost kind of how your situation, where it's like, you know, it's really like your bloodline. Like, yep. So, regardless of you know who claimed what or who did what, the gift, you know, the <laughs> I was gonna say rank, <laughs> but no, but you know what what in your situation, it is rank, and I'm like, yeah, that's real. <laughs> like, yeah, like it. It was already like embedded in a bloodline. So how it manifests is like funny, but although like you know. People gatekeep uh, esoteric knowledge, occult knowledge, and shit like that. I feel like spirit also gatekeeps in a sense of like when you're ready. Yeah. Because a lot of the times, like if even if you know it, like if you don't apply it, like it don't even fucking matter, and it won't even affect you or hit the same. What is your favorite thing to fall back on in reading? scripture or whatever spiritual book that what do you have like a top three passage situation top three passage my favorite scripture is mark 9 23 i'm writing this down and it says uh, it's in my twitter banner it's um all things are possible for those who believe good one that's number one. That's carried me. Um, that shit has been like my bread and butter, but it just how it Seriously. came to me and uh, how it is just like multifaceted and um, it's real. And it has like, I'm I like inspiration is like me. I'm not gonna say like me, like I like, but I'm I'm inspired a lot and I know I inspire others so. Um, just having that word like a part of my journey and like me being able to be inspired by it mm -hmm. and, and have that energy be carried through me to inspire others. That's real. You know, it, yeah. So you said Mark 9, 23. Do you have like other, uh, whether or not it's like canonical or like Christian or Jewish or, you know, Muslim, like, do you have other texts that like bring you back to your center? Um, like this book, <laughs> yeah, right? I'll, I'm trying to know about, um, get you out to the people, but yeah, damn. I mean, this is a good conversation. Um, I say a book. I always said this. I put a lot of people onto this book too, and I said my perspective of it. I was like, this is like the Bible for non religious people like people who are like borderline atheists and are like kind of introducing themselves to spirituality the book is the alchemist interesting 
That book right there is like the Bible. No cap. But like, it's not, but it is. Just like the, the amount of wisdom in that book is like ridiculous. And how it can it be applied? Like every page you turn is wisdom, knowledge, something you can apply something that is deep profound like do you have a section that you'd recommend for people who are unfamiliar the whole book are you kidding me right my bad you know some of us are short on time so <laughs> i mean you you can digest it in you know certain part but it's, i'm telling you, the book is so good that once you start reading it you're gonna make time you can be like damn like the time you spent doing something you'll like fit it in like oh i'm gonna read this real quick like read this while I'm eating food. Like, that's how, like, that's how much that book pulled me in. I need and it was crazy. I need commute listening material, so I'm going to add it to the audiobook um, queue. Do what you got to do. <laughs> but a lot of times when I go to get books, I, like, I do a lot of things based off, like, intuition and what spirit is calling me to do. So I'll just, like, go into, like, a bookstore. And that's actually how I found the book, The Alchemist. I just walked into, was it like Barnes and Noble or something like that? And I just walked in there. And I was just like, mm. PPT. Do they still or, exist? Barnes and Noble? Yeah. Really? Or am I thinking about something else? No, no. I wonder if they still exist because, like, I remember. Anyways, continue. I may be thinking of another bookstore. I just, I don't remember seeing them. You know, they Damn, used to. Damn, you got me second guessing myself and shit. Regardless. Oh. Yeah, so I was in a book, so you know, hey, hey, hey. And then um walking around and I'm just like looking at books and I was just like drawn to it. And I don't know, like when I'm pulled to certain things, I'm like, I answer. It's like an obligation to me because I know when I don't, something happens and then I'll probably get realigned to it anyway. So me and my intuition is like why don't rice? <laughs> no, I feel that. Gotta be that way. Gotta be. All right. So, yeah, what's like, your third? What's your third? What's your third? Third? Here. Book? A book? Or, or like him or like 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 fairy tale fairy tale novel or recipe or like what is your go-to drink? Ooh, like centering I really, yourself. I just me, I just talk to myself and I pray. You know what? That it are okay, so what's your sun sign? Cancer. I have a ninth house. Wow. I was gonna, really? Yeah, I was gonna tell you that from the jump. Like, <laughs> I was like, books. What books? I just pray. <laughs> but no, nah, for real. Um, yeah, that's how I put prayer number one, and then um, meditation. But it's not really like me meditating. It's just being in a meditative state, just like pray without seeing. Yeah. Did okay. you say? I said, pray without ceasing. Amen. Oh, yeah. Nice. Amen. How about you? Um. Okay. Well, I had, like, a bunch of these pre-answers, like, lined up. But, like, I guess, like, as a person. Um, okay. Uh, my spiritual. The spiritual. Hmm. How do I phrase this? John, I love John the Baptist, but I don't like the apostles and I don't like the New Testament predominantly. I'm just going to be honest. You. Like, I, I think the letters need to be explained in historical context. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, there are some beautiful poetic moments, but those were letters to specific people having specific issues. And we don't learn that in church. So with all due respect to the New Testament, I'm going to say Ezekiel chapter one is for sure. I went through an episode of depression and I just started painting. Uh, well, no, I started meditating on Ezekiel chapter one and it became like, um, like a, a full vision, like tangibly in solitude in front of me. Um, and then I started learning about Ezekiel and uh, then I learned about the moments when he was told to raise this, the, like he was a prophet, but kind of, I like the wimpy prophets, you know, Moses. I'm also a fan of Moses, Moses, Ezekiel, and John the Baptist. 
I know that sounds anti-feminist, but um, those are the the ones who have inspired me. Um, why? Why do you say wimpy? Like I don't. Because like I'm not a. Fe- that's the least feminist thing I could say. Like of course Mary is an inspiration, but like to be honest, I'm not a mother yet, so I don't know. All I know is that Jesus sounded kind of bratty as a child. So like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just... No, I'm dead ass. Like I'm like, didn't you know I would be at my father's house? I'm like. I, if I was looking for you for three days and you came up to me saying that, I would lose my cool, like, in a minute. Um, <laughs> Did you know, Sonny? Like, what's up? Like, yes. I, I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Like, there would be, I'm sorry, excuse me? No. Um, but I haven't had, I'm, I'm not a mom yet. Um, but I'd say as far as personality and inspirations, uh in spirituality moses ezekiel and john the baptist are kind of like my trio fam moses with his social anxiety moses with his lisp and his awkwardness and being like out of place being called to something he didn't want to do um marrying a foreigner (laughs) um uh and she wasn't jewish by the way neither was he but you know that whole thing wasn't invented yet <laughs> like he was talking to a bush um uh the his story really yeah since i was a kid i i loved moses um john the baptist because he's crazy um i'm a voice in the wilderness he's such an aquarius he's the one that brings he he ushers in the pisces jesus king like he he baptizes Jesus. This just a, the whole Aquarian metaphor of John the Baptist is something that I really, it resonates with me. Um, and he also sounds like a lunatic and also him and Christ get into little spats about whether or not he is, um, an actual reincarnation of a prophet. I forget which one it's Elijah. I think it's first John chapter one so him and jesus have like little beefs about stuff and like their little fights are cute and um he baptizes god the right hand son of god like um he's definitely an aquarius in my mind and then um ezekiel as an adult in in covid uh and even before covid in law school just feeling very very um suffocated in an academic and capitalistic world that did not have room for my weirdness or creativity. I I remember flipping like bibliomancy, just flipping the Bible, opening to Ezekiel chapter one. I listened to it on audio while I was meditating and it was like a vision I've never seen before in my life. And it was like living word to the point that I started painting it obsessively to the point that in my previous apartment, I painted my walls, the story of Ezekiel chapter one um, on, on the four walls. Cause I didn't have a canvas big enough and I had no roommates at that point. And I was super single in isolation. And I just started using the walls as paper. And um, I, I, I think it was a, a growth moment in understanding uh, a lot of aspects of, uh, how do I even go there? The, the magic of four, three, um, angels, the throne of God, um, also crystals, also visions. Uh, there's a lot of, a lot of Kabbalistic texts are based on Ezekiel chapter one. And I did not know that, but apparently it was for, it was ill-advised to study Ezekiel chapter one without a mentor before the age 33 or 30, something like that. Why? Because it would fuck with your head. I think there was four rabbis that did it. And there's a story of four rabbis that did it. And I think one of them got out. Okay. Like it's like going into that kind of um, philosophy has uh, it's the chariot. It's the chariot. Um, the throne of God. It's, um, I mean, we could go into the Hebrew, but I'm not Jewish, so I'm not trying to go there. But uh, the stories of understanding the prophets from the Old Testament are really fascinating and how it's kind of 
um, been an obsessive point for rabbinic lit, uh, commentary. It's 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 something I learned after the fact. After I was painting my walls like a lunatic, I was like fully immersed in this. Like, if I were to say one, that's uh, deep. That's so deep, though. Like, damn. Yeah, no, I That's mean, deep. I can send you this stuff after we get off this as friends. Like, it's just, um, I don't want to speak on behalf of, you know, the Jewish people, but it's also something that's very, very, it's a, it's a symbol for many people, the chariot. Um, uh, and the, the whole uh, angel meme thing, like, Mm-hmm. biblically accurate angels that's where it comes from like all that stuff like four eyes and four heads and four and i just literally was in a place of such loneliness that i flipped this is before i had twitter before i had any of this stuff like just opening up the bible and and meditating and stretching my body in front of a candle and like i was like boom what <laughs> my head yeah. just went it's never gone back to normal. <laughs> like, yeah, that 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 rocked me. Then what brought me back to focus was Genesis one, which shows that anything on this domain is something we've named through the grace of God. We have the command over that, and um, that we're not victim to our insanity or whatever moments of like awe that it's sometimes it's awe but sometimes it's awe that ends up lasting too long and you go kind of crazy <laughs> and like mm-hmm. i just realized at that moment um we can respect and appreciate nature and our understanding and our comprehension because we were given the ability to name that and like this again brings back crystals which is brought up in ezekiel um and Psalm 23 is a banger, obviously. Uh, oh. <laughs> so that's pretty much, those are my influences, I, I'd say, confidently. And my grandfather, Adolfo Carrion. So that's it. Nice. When did, um, so would you say that was, because I was going to ask you, like, when was the most, like, uh, cataclysmic event in your life? It was more of a, now when I say cataclysmic, not like, in terms of like um death and rebirth like it was very um eye-opening and served as more of a catalyst to ezekiel chapter one and so i that event I'd, yeah no i mean that wasn't an event that was a moment i'd say like i even before that i knew and i had experienced and i fought with along with my blood with my sister with like people that are alive and walking like i had I knew that this stuff existed. I just was so resentful. Like I was Mm -hmm. full of resent and um, got way into academia. But that just gripped my brain in a way that I was able to make sense of all of the aspects of myself in that moment and all of the aspects of awe that I couldn't articulate. So Ezekiel chapter one, shook my shit that's pretty much (laughs) i'm about to go read it (laughs) i mean i will send you the audio because i literally listened to it on repeat and like just sat there like crying like wow what you know when you feel awe but no one knows how to articulate it Mm -hmm. i was like (laughs) thank you my man he's a random prophet but really one of my favorites (laughs) respects respects yeah this um wow i'm cheesing hard because i definitely understand those moments are very special um and it's crazy like how they just i don't want to say they uh, overshadow but they do hold a significant no, I mean, I sent you a package. I make sure to lecture everybody a little bit. I sneak the Bible in. <laughs> like, I yeah. sneak that stuff in. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, here you go. If you really want to do some really good work, just, you know, keep this in your back pocket. Right. <laughs> I'm like, but that's not wrong with that. That's that's real, though. Um, and probably, like, that's a good thing. I feel like stuff like that is very, you know, genuine, but it's good. Like, some most of the time, people try to sneak some 
some bullshit in there, but you doing it, I didn't feel like it was a sneak. I felt like it was really honorable and mm-hmm. done with positive intentions. Thank you. Know? you. So we appreciate it. We appreciate it. Yay! Hey. The devil works hard, but we work harder. I literally was like, somebody doesn't want us to talk tonight. I'm going to make sure that we do that. <laughs> yeah. Don't, yeah. Here we go. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So um, not to give anything or anybody any power, but yeah. Ever since I um really stepped into this, I mean, I've been getting attacked ever since I was a child. Like I was, I've been marked. And I think a lot of it was just those spirits being pussy and like they are and they're cowards. And I stand on this forever in eternity for them to, and they only can, you know, attack you when you're weak and vulnerable, but um, try to lower your defenses and shit like that. But yeah, um, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, they they be trying, man. They be they be trying to attack. You know, they don't want they don't want to see us do great. They don't want us to to be the change. You know, all I know is and, that demons are ten ninety nine employees, and you could put that on the record. They only do things because they're bored or they were given an assignment because they failed their full time job. That's all I got. Facts. facts. <laughs> I see. I you tweeted that the other day. I was like, just the truest shit. Like. Big facts. They I'm are like, I'm not even hating on contract employees because they had the whole deal ready for them. They just were like, "And eh, we don't, and eh, we don't feel like it." I, Actually, I, and I listen. Some people want to utilize them. Not in my house, though. No, for sure. And I, I understand. Um, I mean, I could. I'm the type of person that I understand. I, I will. Some shit I do understand. I'm not gonna say I understand everything, but it's not the simple fact that I, like, I don't understand it. It's just a simple fact that I think is stupid. Um, it, no, does that make sense? Like, I also like don't want to take risks. I've already met them. Like it's not cute, and then they don't leave, and then you're like, yeah, like that's an. I'm like, um, like people. <laughs> I don't want to go too far, but like I think working with certain stuff is like really fucking stupid. I think it's the stupidest shit you can do. Um, I you think people. I <laughs> no, yeah, I mean. I say a lot of shit that people don't, people be trying to, I, I'm going to be that person. Like, I'm, I'm going to say that shit. Like, other people are scared to say it. I'm not. Like, I think a lot of people are very fucking stupid. Um, I think they do dumbass shit. Uh, I think people get strayed into thinking, like, certain stuff is cool <laughs> and edgy. It lasts forever. <laughs> right. People think the shit edgy. I'm like, bro, like. Cringe. You're you fucking yeah, big cringe. You fucking with your soul. You, you already with... lost. You already lost in that because like right. I'm like, so what are you gonna do? You gonna have somebody like bothering you all the time now? And here's the thing: you can't exactly say goodbye to them without having to question into in your spirit who's saying mm-hmm. goodbye to them for you. You have to call somebody else. Why? Right. It's their boss that they that fired them. <laughs> like, right. Like I'm like, why are you gonna go to the like the low, low, low rungs? Like that's so quick and easy. It's like, it's like and I, adults, man. Right, like, right, <laughs> right. Talk that shit. Yes, yes. Keep less. That no real fucking work. I be like, look, I I see it all the time. Somebody, I don't be saying shit. I, I don't be trying to be too fucking mean. But I'm like. Bro, why don't you put some real fucking work in? Like, why don't you do some real internal work? Because then you won't have to rely on any fucking lesser spirit. In fact, you fucking, you know, calling that energy forward just says that you, you know are below that. You know they're afraid of us? Because we're made in God's image and God fired them. So right. <laughs> we are God literally incarnate because as Jesus quoted David, we are God's. Mm-hmm. literally lowercase and uppercase we are part of the god the god creator and they can't create except for problems <laughs> they just exactly. confuse people and i'm like why would you do that to yourself you're gonna have to call somebody else from the other side to fix it it's like calling like apple support after you downloaded malware it's like <laughs> that's so funny shit big quote man like Thank you. You know, I mean, I don't want to, I do, but I, I, I do out of love. 
Like, I don't bash on people just to be a fucking dickhead. I bash it's on like them. It's like you're worried about people. Yeah, I, like, I just like for for them to see the stupidity. Like, or do you not see like the dumbass shit that you are doing? And not only like, and this is the thing. Like, people complain about the state of the world, but they constantly like raise hell. Like, they constantly call on shit. These they call for shit. They, they're not humans. They don't like humans. That's the whole point. They don't like the creation. They don't like the creator. They don't like us. Like, there's no. no- for help, <laughs> yeah. um, but that's why can't why can't they see this? Why can't people see this? What, um, what because is... I, you know what they're you know what they're a part of a lesson, and it's mm. a lesson that we all have to learn. It's biblical and it's necessary, and mm. it's a story of creation. It's a story of death and rebirth, and everybody's got to experience it on their own terms. I can't tell people like this is my way or the highway because at the end of the day, it's the, the story of it's bringing witness to the truth always. Mm-hmm. And um, they're going to learn. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, you got to just help them through it. I, I, yeah. I mean, like, here's the thing. The only thing, the only deity that's non, I understand you're kind of no box, but like, I'm very much like my kids are going to know Psalm 23, the Lord's prayer and like Genesis one cold, like they don't have an option. <laughs> like, uh-huh. um, but uh, I, I really think that the one moment I had of like, Oh, maybe this is actually, I mean, I, 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 first of all, I love my brothers and sisters from, you know, the middle East, everything, but like outside of that, my dad is Scandinavian. He said, stay away from the Nordic shit. It's actually all violence. <laughs> He's like, mm. like, literally said that, but that makes sense though. The green man for me has always been like, I've always been in the woods and I'm like, yo, that's a spirit there. Like, I don't know. It's not bad. It's yeah. just big. And then I was like, how do I wrap my head around this? And I, and I was like, it's maybe the creative expression of the creator. And that, that is uh, de- that's deified in and of itself. But um, the, my Taino ancestors might take issue with that because they have actual vocabulary. But I've been in the woods and I've seen the woods and I'm like, yo, that's that's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. The green man is a, the, a one like, hmm, what is that? <laughs> that's dang. like, I agree. It's, it's funny because people... Um, I don't know. When terms of no box, I I, I say I do have a box, and that's mm-hmm. dumbass demonic shit. <laughs> that's yeah. that's what I box. <laughs> you I need just... to you need to link up with the holy knife because I, it's at the holy knife, and uh, my buddy's gonna like laugh the hell, like laugh at me for saying this, but you could quote me their literal purpose is like mocking that shit and i'm like okay you're trying to be the opposite of cringe but it's cringe so yes we we don't fuck with demons but we're not trying to bring about like you know the middle ages again they're like fake knights templar type shit yeah they're very very much swords energy and you should connect with them because i think y'all would get along (laughs) probably i'm i'm real like i'm a i like war Uh, i like battle i'm fucking mars ruled like pluto and in my soul i have a warrior spirit um so i used i combat all that shit like I had this this run in with uh, one of the princes of hell and his minions last year. The shit lasted for almost a month. What? And, and, yeah, I was actually told one of my uh, mutuals, why. Okay, so I accidentally summoned him. So I'm gonna oh, tell you what happened. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Bodie! I told you I'm gonna talk about this. Here you go. So I was. I, I don't fuck with I don't like I was watching a movie. I forgot what movie I was watching. Um blah blah blah. I'm a, his I'ma just say P Stacks. His name sounds like payment. So you know who the fuck I'm talking about. Yep. So I was like reading up on him and I'm like, why does and me being who I am, like I can call on stuff. 
call forth energy without having to do much, but I didn't think it was going to be like that, you know? But I, like, said his name a bunch of times. Well, in my head, though, not a lot. I was reading in my head. And then later that night, I went to sleep, and in my dream, I'm, like, going through his cave system. This is not the first time I've astral projected in hell. I've done it a couple times before that. But I'm just, like, and not this... Which hell? I don't know. It was like cave. It was like caves. Like, I don't know which one in particular. It was just uh, that's how it looked. Well, uh, that's the one. That's not the burning pit. That's that's the one. Yeah, where the deceiver lives. Well, I've seen him multiple. I've I have multiple run-ins. I'm gonna just tell you that the where... reincarnation happens in the in the in the in the flames. Is my opinion. I don't think that that's an eternal damnation, but I, there is a place of deception. Anyway. That's probably where. Yeah, so I'm in this cave system cave, and I'm like in the tunnels, and it was weird because it was like a game of cat and mouse. Like I was looking for him, but he was also looking for me. But we don't know like who was a cat, who was a mouse. But I was like angry, like I'm like I want to see him. But then he's like trying to see me. It was like weird. It was like a weird game of like trying to find each other. So I go into the opening of this cave. It's like a big like dome. I don't know where I'm trying to come up with, but you know, like inside of a stadium type thing. And I see all these like wandering souls and shit. I'm just like trying to talk to them, they just seemed, like, distraught. Like, they just, like, didn't know what the fuck was going on, just confused and, like, in turmoil and shit. I'm like, okay, who the fuck, like, can I talk to? Like, where the fuck, like, what's going on? Then all of a sudden, in the distance, I see three men riding on camels approaching me, and they're big. And, like, my spirit body's pretty big. But they were like the size of like Greek pillars, like big, maybe even bigger than that. They were huge. And they got off the camel and they're just sitting there looking at me. And I'm looking at them. And I guess, like, I, I didn't know what was going on. They were waiting for me to, like, you know, bring forth, like, why summoned. And I was just like, like what the fuck you want? <laughs> like, what?